0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Auburn fans, quit comparing TJ Finley to Jeremy Johnson. I I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You
0: are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Fun show lined up uh, later in the show. We will be joined by Auburn defensive back Donovan Kaufman. We talk about spring. We talk about the transition, you know, from Vandy to. Uh, Auburn, and of course, you know, this new scheme, maybe new defensive coordinator for sure, what all that is like for him. But first, I keep seeing this comparison all over the place. And I just, I, I feel like we need to address it, is this need for Auburn folks to compare TJ Finley to other quarterbacks that we've seen at Auburn. And the big one I've seen has been TJ Finley being compared to Jeremy Johnson. And I cannot stress how off that is. And I think it's off for really three different reasons. One is the hype surrounding each of these players. The situations between both of them are, I think, incredibly different. And they're different type of athletes. They're different type of quarterbacks. And so the hype with all of this, Jeremy Johnson was who he was because he ultimately wasn't terrible. But he was not the worst quarterback to start for Auburn. <laughs> Uh, in the past decade, like people talk about him, when you look at his stats, it's like okay, you know, they were kind of par for the course, in, you know, compared to to other folks um, that have started quarterback at Auburn. Which that may be a bigger picture issue if we want to touch on that later down the road. But the the, the reason he's seen as the way he is is because we saw all these reports come out and Auburn's preseason practices going into his season about how he was a surefire Heisman contender, how he was an NFL draft pick and how Auburn's offense was littered with first round NFL draft picks. You're not seeing that with TJ Finley. In fact, I think you're seeing the opposite. In the same way many people built up Jeremy Johnson, I think you see a lot of people attempting to tear down TJ Finley. And I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair at all. I've talked about it time and time again how in his limited time as a starter last year for the Tigers, he was in a rough situation and in a situation where, honestly, I don't think he was set up to succeed by the coaching staff. Jeremy Johnson was set up for success, and he was given the keys way before Nick Marshall was done, and I think every Auburn fan would love to have Nick Marshall back. uh, TJ Finley, you're not seeing that, and I think the perception of who they are as quarterbacks is off because of that. So I I don't want to see that comparison for one of those reasons hype. The next is the situation. And I touched on this a little bit already. TJ Finley, while he has had some starting experience with LSU and obviously now some starting experience for the Tigers, the Auburn Tigers, two different Tigers. He obviously has never really been given the keys in the offseason to start. He started at at, at LSU because of injury. He started at Auburn because of injury. Let's be very clear. That was not what happened with Jeremy Johnson. They went into the season building around him. And when T.J. Finley came into the starting role last year, the offense was still built around Bo Nix, and Auburn needed a running game to help T.J. Finley out, and they were not able to do it. He had not been practicing with the ones there as much as he should. And so depth was exposed at the quarterback position. And then obviously, you know, the big chunk of the iron bowl, he was hurt. And obviously he was still kind of hampered in and not quite as mobile as he should have been against Houston. That's a thing of the past that's gone. So that's another thing. And then the type of athlete, Jeremy Johnson. While I I didn't fully agree that this was the way to use him. During um, during Gus Malzahn's tenure as offensive coordinator, or uh, as head coach, and also over the offense, you know they use Jeremy with his feet even after he was done being the starting quarterback. They still put him in this short yardage situation because he can move so much better. And if you you know line up TJ Finley and Jeremy Johnson next to each other, their forties are probably similar. But as far as just how the game moves and and how their bodies move, that's not the type of athlete that TJ Finley is you're not putting TJ Finley in at quarterback in a short yardage situation, unless he's there to hand it off. You didn't really see that with Jeremy Johnson. It's just different. It's a different style. You saw Jeremy Johnson do the, you know, run that zone read. I think that was his first touchdown as a starter at Auburn in that Louisville game. If I recall correctly, you're not going to see TJ Finley do that. You're not. And so, I mean, there's three different reasons here. Like, they're just not the same quarterback. And it's not the same situation. And really, there's nothing to compare about these dudes except for maybe their stature. That's about it. It's about it. So, I just wanted to dismiss that. And, in fact, I was listening to the drive yesterday. And one of the callers called in. And and they quickly shut this down. Bill had Jason Caldwell on with them on ESPN 106.7. But one of the callers you know, compared, uh, you know, Joey Gatewood is now at UCF and he's playing receiver now, which is interesting. But one of the callers called in and say, how long until TJ Finley figures that out? And it's like, that's not the same thing at all. I think Joey Gatewood would make a good receiver. He's got the skill set. He's got the traits for it. And then compared, you know, Joey Gatewood to TJ Finley. And I just don't think that's the right move. I, I, I think the perception of what's going on is off for folks that are saying that. And I think it's important. I think it's important. I mean, we're talking about a guy that could potentially win the quarterback job. And all these folks that are saying, if TJ Finley wins the job, I'm done. And like, I don't fully know what you mean by that. Like, if you're listening to an Auburn show in March about Auburn football, you're probably going to watch Auburn no matter what, even if they, you know, are 0-6. You're probably still watching them. And I think it's great. I mean, the Auburn fan base is so passionate. And I think that's what makes this place so special and this team so special. But let's give TJ Finley a chance here. And let's quit comparing him to failed quarterbacks that, that Auburn has dealt with in the past. And I mean no disrespect to Jeremy Johnson. And I mean no disrespect to Joey Gatewood. I like both of them. I covered both of them. And I was really high on both of these guys going into the season. But I think they would both say that they've underachieved during their time at Auburn. I, I think they would both say that. TJ Finley, I think it's too early to tell. I think it's too early to tell. So I, I just think it was, um, I think that was worth mentioning. I really do. All right, in just a moment, we talk with Donovan Kaufman. Stay tuned for that. Today's show is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, you know, they are one of our partners here throughout the Locked On Podcast Network. If you want to do something that is truly good for your body, where after two or three days of taking AG1, that is Athletic Greens product, AG1, It is, uh, I mean, it's going to change your approach. It's going to change how you feel. I mean, it's good for so many different things. You can take it, you know, no matter what kind of lifestyle you have, whether it's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it's all of that. And it's got really, really great ingredients in all of it. It's doctor, you know, approved, physician approved. I mean, all of these different folks that really care about general wellness are all about this AG1 product. It's a powder. You mix it in water. First thing in the morning, you shake it up and you drink it. And it's so, so good for you. I've had it before. I feel great after I take it. So be sure to check out our friends at Athletic Greens and try their product, AG1. And to make this purchase easy, even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, today's show is brought to you by Stat Hero. I cannot wait to play Stat Hero Saturday for the final four matchups. I am so excited about this final four. I know Walbert's not in it, but all these blue bloods, I, I, I cannot wait to watch it. And Stat Hero makes watching games that you really don't have a rooting interest in, you just want to watch them, makes it even more fun. So be sure to check out our friends at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to get a 100% match on that deposit. That is stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Terms and conditions apply. Donovan Kaufman, Auburn defensive back, joining us for the next few minutes here on the show. Man, i got to ask, how is spring going for you so far? Well, spring's going great, the team is looking
2: good, and this is honestly my best spring I've had since I've been playing football, so
1: What do you think it is that's kind of setting this spring apart versus um versus previous ones for
2: you? Oh, uh, just being my second year in the system, this is my first time uh in college where I ever had like two consecutive years at the same place, so yeah, that just setting in, and like I'm one of the older guys now, so I have to.
1: Right. You know, is is that even the same with you know changing coordinators? I had Eku Lyota on earlier in the week, and he talked about you know it's a similar scheme, uh, but he he kind of mentioned that uh the coach Schmedding's um, language is a little bit different. Is yeah. that kind of the same for the defensive backs too?
2: Yeah, same. the The calls are the same. All he did was change the names of them. Um, he he kind of put it into categories to to make it easier to learn. So like certain calls, you know, like if you hear quarterback, it's it's for something. It's, some, it's for something. If you have color, it's for something. So you know, like to put everything in categories.
1: So who's who's calling that? Or is it one of you guys in the defensive backfield? Is it is it a linebacker? Is it Cam Riley right now? Since Owens out, what does that look like?
2: Oh uh, well, no, we get the calls from the sideline, and then okay. after we get the call, it's basically up to really the secondary to make all the checks. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: So the defensive backfield, I mean, you guys, even though you lost some some key guys from a year ago, like Smoke and, and Roger, I mean, a ton of depth back there. I mean, a loaded defensive back room at corner and at safety and and a nickel as well. Uh, I mean, th- that's gotta feel good, right? It's gotta feel good when you kind of sit down for meetings and you look around, and it's like, man, we got some dudes in here.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's funny you say that because like you might think it's loaded, but to us it doesn't. Like everybody we have can play, but yeah compared to last year we had a lot of dbs like we we yeah we really don't it don't seem like we have a lot of depth to us but like i guess to the public like because we used to having like 20 dbs like sure yeah yeah i think we got like 13 right now so we got a little bit more coming in um in the summer though so
1: right right well that seems to be something that's happening throughout college football with this transfer portal and obviously you went through the portal stuff last year but A lot of dudes are in spring right now or a lot of teams are in spring with less guys than normal, less scholarship guys, because everybody's kind of sitting out waiting to see the lay of the land, you know, where they are going to go next? So I'm sure a lot of places are seeing that.
2: Yeah. And then it's a lot of rule changes also that I'm hearing. I know like if you transfer after a certain date, you can't get the one time transfer rule. So I learned that they put that in. So it's it's a lot of stuff going on right now. I'm just happy that I'm here.
1: Sure. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, Auburn fans, you know, they were eyeballing you as soon as your name kind of popped up and you entered the portal from Vandy last year. A lot of Auburn fans were kind of saying, oh, man, this guy would be an instant impact dude. And, I mean, it seems like that's been the thing. I mean, was it a no-brainer when you entered the portal originally? Uh, it wasn't. It was really between
2: here and Texas. Uh, okay. And really what it came down to, Auburn felt like family. It was close to the home and it was in, right. in the SEC. Also, Coach Mace was here.
1: Yeah, right. Right, and I'm sure he was fun to play for, no doubt about it. So, you, you mentioned you're one of the older guys now. Um, what has that been like? I mean, I, I imagine that's kind of um, a shift mentally, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I always did kind of, like, prepare as if I was an older guy because I, I hung around a lot of old guys, like, when I was younger, like, just to see what it takes, so... Yeah, Like, me, my preparation always has been, like, heavy. I've always been, like, in my notes, in my books, studying, going up and watching extra film, trying to bring a couple guys with
1: me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, I mean, is that something that's, that's a year-round thing? I mean, even in spring, are you guys kind of getting a hold of, of tape and kind of sitting down as a group and watching it?
2: Definitely. You have to. Like, football is, is year-round. It's, it's no off. It's no off-season.
1: Yeah, right, right. And so, you know... Let's talk about some of your teammates. I mean, as far as the defensive back room, who's really impressed you so far? I know talking with Eku earlier in the week, he was really impressed with DJ James coming in and kind of grasping the system. Yeah. Have you seen good things uh, out of him?
2: Hell yeah. DJ, a baller. D- DJ is a baller. I-, I love his play. Yeah. DJ, um, you got uh, Caleb Wooden, Wooden. You got Marquise. uh the walk ons, Nate and Tony, they even like. You know, they, they balling. They doing good. Uh, yeah. Puck, we got Puck back there. Caden Bridges, he's stepping up. The secondary look good. Uh, we got John Reese. Uh, mm-hmm. He's another walk-on. Uh, Simp, Mighty. Those guys, like, honestly, the secondary is coming along. And it's really, I'm not going to lie, like, credit to Coach E because, like, he really pushing us. Like, he want us to be the heart of the team. And, like, you can see that that happening. Like, everybody is buying in.
1: Right, right. And, uh, I mean, was there any talk? I mean, Coach E, Coach Etheridge, you know, there was a lot of talk of him possibly, you know, it sounds like Georgia wanted him. And then he kind of said earlier this week in a press conference that, you know, he wanted to stay put. He wanted to be part of, you know, this thing that Brian Harsin is building. That's got to be something that kind of excites you guys too, right?
2: Yeah. uh, Before, like, we didn't even hear, like, me personally, I didn't even hear about the Georgia news. But he, like, he said, he called us on FaceTime, like, but I was in the FaceTime call. He was like, yeah, I'll probably see it in the room. And he was like, I just want to let y'all know firsthand. I ain't going nowhere. It's okay. just talk. So.
1: He has really kind of emerged as an up-and-comer due to his recruiting, is what a lot of people are saying. I mean, how personable is he? It sounds like he connects the guys super, super mm-hmm. quickly.
2: I'd say simple as this. It's hard to fake it real.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's well said, man. Yeah. That's well said. Um, so talking about it, you mentioned a guy like Caden Bridges. That's a guy that has been the, the topic of a lot of conversation since the updated rosters came out on Auburn's website. And he gained like 20-something pounds. I mean, it, is he putting in the work? Did he just hit a growth spurt? I mean, what's going on with him? What are you seeing for him?
2: Uh, he honestly probably did hit a growth spurt because when Caden came in, he was 17. So yeah. he was still growing, but he is working. Like, he he definitely putting in the work also.
1: Right, right. We continue our conversation with Donovan Kaufman in just a moment. I want to tell you about our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. I am back on my diet. I am eating well again. And Built Bar is helping me as I track all of my macros. They are extremely macro-friendly with the high protein and low calories and low sugar. So be sure to head over to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That is built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off.
0: The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every
1: day. So talk a, talk, a little bit, um, talk a little bit, Donovan, about NIL Auburn. Uh, I know that's been something that's been a big deal since, you know, the rules change and you guys were able to kind of receive money based on your name, image, and likeness. And NIL Auburn appears to be leading the way in the SEC as far as, you know, making sure um, Auburn athletes are taken care of and compensated. What, uh, how has that impacted your life?
2: It's a blessing, honestly. Um NIL thing is a blessing. Uh I didn't I didn't really understand what football, uh how big college football was until like you actually get into college football. Right. like this NIL period is really just a blessing for players, our families. Like it just it make things easier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So yeah, props to NIL Auburn. If and if you're a, a fan watching or listening, Right now, and you want to get more information about how you can make Auburn as attractive of a place, uh, even more than it already is, go to nilauburn.com to check all of that out. So, Donovan, you're a pretty versatile defensive back, and Auburn seems to have a, a lot of those guys. Where are you getting more, most of your reps right now? Are you at nickel? Are you at one of the safety spots? What has that been looking like this spring?
2: Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm actually doing both. So, depends on what personnel. When nickel personnel, I go to nickel, and we like in a base defense. I'll go back up top safety.
1: Right, I mean, most teams now are pretty much. I mean, nickel's the new base, right?
2: Yeah, because a lot of eleven personnel now. So you have yeah. to
1: right? What do you guys think about the the guys in front of you? I mean, the two edge guys, Ecu and, and Derek Hall. I mean, it sounds like they're having a monster, a monster spring. I mean, what 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 are your expectations as far as the pass rush? Is going to kind of be able to help you guys out in pass coverage?
2: Hell yeah! yeah. rushing coverage go together. I love the For one. Sure. Whenever I make a play, it's probably a lot of times because of them. <laughs> to be honest, so because yeah. a lot of picks come in zone coverage and off of QBs trying to rush throws, and I think we have one of the best D lines in the country, um, yeah. personally. So I'm excited to see what those dudes gonna do.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you know, as far as the linebackers with no Owen um, this spring, it sounds like Cam Riley's been been all over the place
2: yeah Cam cameron stepped up uh wesley steiner stepped up uh mm-hmm. eugene O'Shante. i love how he played uh transfer from yeah. unc i love how he played um cam brown uh i i swear man the team is just like it's really like gelling like it's it's more of a team it, everybody is is really getting to know everybody like it's coming together. Everybody is bought in. I honestly think like the stuff that happened, that all the rooms and stuff with Coach Harson, it just made us closer.
1: It's so interesting. Every every current player that I've talked to, without me even bringing anything up, you guys have brought that up and talked about how it's brought the team together. That's so. I mean, that 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 clearly says something. I mean, is it is it the whole team? Is it kind of offense over here and the defense over there? Or is it really everybody, just the whole, yeah, it's the whole everybody, squad, man?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's everybody.
1: That's great. That's great. So as far as playing against this offense in practice, what has stood out about TJ Finley and, and Robbie Ashford transferring in and, and Holden Gariner? you know, I've heard nothing but good things about the true freshmen. What has stood out about them so far?
2: I'll tell you right now, whatever happens, whoever gets the job, they're going to truly earn it. I think what Auburn has going on a quarterback situation is healthy for Auburn period. Um, I think TJ has gotten better. And I think he knows, like, he has competition, so he had to step up. So, and then we still have Zach Calzada. He's hurt right, right. now. Limited reps. But once he get healthy, like, man, it's whoever is one starting game one, they, on, they earned it. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I know Calzada's limited, and I've seen him do some of the drills just during, you know, the open media periods. Is he able to do any of 11-on-11 11 11 stuff, or is it all just kind of individual work that he's able to do?
2: Uh, nah, he's getting some uh 7-on-7, seven seven, some uh team. I think he was in two minutes today, actually, uh, <laughs> to get back there. He could, he could throw the ball still. It's not his throwing. Yeah,
1: it's uh, the non, uh, yeah non-throwing yeah. shoulder. Right, right. So, I mean, it, it seems like he's grasping the playbook and, and kind of gelling with receivers and things like that? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the tight end position uh, appears to be one of the deeper positions on the team, especially with John Samuel Shanker coming back. I imagine with you playing nickel or safety, you have to cover those guys a lot. What, is, uh, what does that look like, kind of competing with those guys?
2: Uh, it's fun, uh, especially for me, uh, because I'm, I'm a smaller dude compared to them. So sure. Like, yeah, so I'm a little feisty with them, real feisty with them. Uh, I always said, though, if I didn't, like if it was another position I could play, I would love to play tight end.
1: Really? Why is that?
2: Man, it's just like, like when you're a tight end, like you could be a mismatch for a DB, you could be a mismatch for a linebacker. Like you're just a big body. You could run, you could block, you could catch, like you're doing it all.
1: I've always thought about that. Like if I was a defensive back, which I am the farthest thing from, Donovan, I cannot stress that enough. But if I was, and like you see a a John Samuel Shanker like line up in the slot or at the NFL level, you see Travis Kelsey line up at the slot, like, I got to be thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I would think I would hate that if I was a defensive back.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a challenge, man. You know, you love a challenge, especially me. Like, sure. when I'm on the field, how I look at it, especially, like, critical situations, I always think, all right, the ball coming to me. So, like, every rep has to be my best rep. So, when I see those type of things, I'm five nine, So, I know the, the offensive coordinator is seeing the same thing we all see. Let's try sure. him in the slot. So, that's just an opportunity for me to make more plays.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Donovan, thank you so much for your time, man. Really, really appreciate it. I know you guys are so busy during spring, but uh, best of luck with everything moving forward, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Great stuff from Donovan. Really, really appreciate his time. Extremely, extremely busy. But what a cool guy. I I love talking to these players. I love talking to these players, and I love what NIL Auburn is doing for the fan base, for the players, for media, whatever it may be. I think it's great. We'll be back tomorrow for a Ferg Friday edition of the show as Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer joins us. Be sure to check that out. And also, if you missed our conversation earlier this week with Lyota, be sure to check that out on YouTube or earlier this week on the podcast feed. It was fantastic. Follow me on Twitter at Blackerby. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.